0: have not become a patron of the geocache talk network what are you waiting for patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at three dollars a month to sign up is easy simply go to the geocache talk website and click on the become a patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk patrons now get the famous blackout coin invites to special events and other really great items throughout the year become a patron today have you subscribed to ftf Magazine yet?
1: Hello, and welcome to Challenge Talk, part of the Geocache Talk Network. You can watch the show live on the first Sunday of each month. Feel free to jump on over to YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter to watch the broadcast live and join the wonderful and active chat room, or listen to the entire show later on your favorite podcast player.
2: And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Challenge Academy for Cash Trust 23. And hopefully we're going to talk a little bit about preparation for a Challenge Cash. We also have some prizes to give away on each show to our listeners. So between each show, be sure to email your Challenge Cash finds to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com and you could be a winner.
1: And later in the show we'll also play our special game exclusively for our live audience, The Wheel of Challenges. So listen live, get your email app ready and follow the instructions when the time comes so you can have a chance at winning the grand prize.
2: We're also going to highlight some of the challenge caches you found and someone will win our monthly giveaway. But first, we have some breaking news.
1: It's Gary! Gary! <laughs> Welcome, Gary.
3: Thank you. Breaking news, breaking news. And probably some some of this, too. <gasps> oh,
0: no. Gary just spilled the beans. Right.
1: First. Bean spilling <laughs> on challenge talk. I'm glad it's Bean our turn spilling. to spill.
3: <laughs> I know. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, thank you all for having me on tonight for a couple minutes. Uh first off the off the bat first thing is the pre-event coins for Cash Fest are now available and I'm going to show y'all those.
1: And these are so nice. When I caught a glimpse they of these on Thursday night, so like, cool. Yeah.
3: They are awesome, awesome. They are so, so
1: detailed.
3: They are. Every time I look at them I see something different. That's how detailed they are. I have uh not, i have night I have not this is night and this is day
1: oh yeah and
3: they're even like on the back they're not like a just like a generic like just words or something the back uh-huh. is even all detailed as well cool so you can see different things you can see the um let me show the front, front be better and i'll show you the day one just to kind of uh there's the day one mm-hmm. and lots of different things you can see the you can see the pyramid right right here i do it backward pyramid you've got the bridge over here see the bridge back there yeah. I told you everything is so there's such much, there's a lot, a lot of detail so i love them there and they've got a really good feel to them and they've got the cash fest memphis logo for this year right very here. nice
1: and and they remind me of like the shape of a of a steamboat wheel, which is one of our, our major images of the year. Right. Very good.
3: Yeah. You're picking up on some cool stuff there. I love it. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) you're doing great. Oh, there Um, we go. So you can make it into a wheel. Right. So.
2: Yeah. Oh my God.
3: Night night and day. (laughs) So, um, the, they're available now. If you go to cashfest.com and go to the store, you can get, uh, you can either get the day or the night, or both. If you want to get both, it's only thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. One is $20. Two are only thirty-five. So Great. you can get a set for less than the less than forty. So that's kind of cool. Um, the pre-event coins, as as most people probably know at this by this point, is very important that people just contribute if they will. Um, think of it as a contribution. To Cash Fest Memphis, so we can pay for the event, <laughs> the FedEx Center uh, where we have the event, uh, and other uh, various things that we have to we have to um, to pay bills for. So think of it as a thirty five dollar donation. and on your donation, you get free coins. Yeah, who doesn't love the coins? <laughs> it's one way of looking. it's one way of looking at it. Uh, sure, you mean and- geocaching is not free?
1: Wait a <laughs> minute. I saw a video that it was free once <laughs> free.
2: <about that> time.
3: <laughs> but, but megas are not. Let me tell you. Megas cost money.
2: Megas cost uh, big money.
3: It costs big money. Yes, they do. So uh, help us out. Give us, uh, you know, show us some love. And if you don't, if you, I mean, I don't know why you not would want these. These are great coins. But if you want to buy an extra set. You can always give them away for in ev- at your own event. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's lots of things you could do with the coins. So
1: yeah, and so we got the CashFest uh, GC code up there: GC9ZEFF. And you yep. can uh, find the link to the CashFest page. But again, simply it's just CashFest.com, right?
3: Yes, CashFest.com. Great. Yep, and part of that uh, CashFest this year, we're doing something like this. Yes. So I want to give a quick update on the vault. We are hiding keys for the vault already. Mm -hmm. And somebody has found one. I know that's on your list, probably things to mention. Uh, Judy Vaughn, math seeker, found the first key, the first to the the key, first of the vault. Uh, She's got the first key in hand. So very exciting. That she has that and she'll be able to, and a couple of things I wanted to, sure. to really emphasize, which is if you find a key, you automatically get a prize. So right. everyone gets, <clears throat> there'll be a, a box. Uh, so if your key doesn't turn the vault, do not despair. There's going to be a cool box of prizes that you can pick from. For having a key or if you have two keys, you can get two prizes out of the box. So we'll have we'll have that. There'll be a lot of cool prizes in there as well. But I wanted to point out that the vault is going to have a lot of great things. And so one of them, I know that you guys get to mention tonight, which is going to be um, huge. Uh, Because somebody asked the other night on uh, Deep Dive, they said, well, well, what's in the vault? Why should I go try to hunt down a key? And it's like, let me tell you why. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
3: I'm going to turn it over to you guys. And if you will, kind of give people the very first big ticket item, I guess, of what's going to be in the vault.
2: All right. We get to be first. You're the first. (laughs) All
1: right. Breaking news here. Right. So Challenge Academy is going to have $100 in gift cards Whoa. in the vault. And that is just one of the prizes in the vault. $100, $100. in gift
2: cards.
1: <laughs> I mean, that we are not just saying there's going to be a few Geocoins in this vault. This vault is packed.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's- so we can't say that the idea for this is original because of the game that you guys did a couple couple three years ago now almost where we hid yeah you hid for things. gt
3: stash we didn't have yeah, the gt we didn't stash have,
2: yeah
3: but we didn't have cold hard cash in there well <laughs> right. cold hard cash well we can't cards. give away
2: cold hard cash but we can yeah, give yeah. away cold plastic you, gift cards cold
3: plastic <laughs> gift cards yeah well we didn't have that in the stash we had coins and uh things but um yeah so there'll be a lot of we're going to mention as time goes on it's just worth it to go hunt the keys because a, you get a you get a prize no matter what. And if it yeah. happened to if it happened to turn the thing, you're going to get unbelievable all the goodies. Uh, items, all the goodies, so. Right. Anyway, um and
1: that was you that, know- It's hard to say exactly what you're looking for because we might all hide them in a different manner, but in general, this is what you're looking for. That
3: is the key.
1: A key plus, well, here we go. Um, You know, congratulations, you found it. You know, you're going to know that you found the right thing. Um, It's got geocache talk symbol on the back of that tag. And so this is a literal key that you want to find to try to open the vault
2: yeah but don't go rushing over to emily's house because they will be out in the right (laughs) right (laughs) they will be
3: and not uh, all of them are hidden yes no they're not but they're starting to and the clues (laughs) will be out on um uh i can post it here in a second and then i'll let you guys get on with the show but uh, there you go Cash yeah. investment, you got it all. Man, you're on top of things.
1: Yes. Yeah. so ahead. we have a, a Facebook group. You guys want to join this group because this is where we're going to be dropping clues. And when I say we're dropping clues, you might mm-hmm. not know where in the world this clue is for. You know, we are trying to make this hard. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, you don't just get handed a key. Nothing easy here, folks. So, um, you know, stay on top of every clue you might be given because you might be trying to figure out, you know, where am I even considering that this key might be until these, um, you know, for example, I'm hiding some with puzzles, I'm hiding some in like a snag, the tag style with clues. So, um, yeah, watch the Facebook group. That's where you're really going to find all of your clues. They are going to be slowly dropped between now and Memphis.
3: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I like the fact that, uh, we're each hiding five. And so that's like forty-five keys. So there's plenty yeah. of keys in the that'll be out there uh, in the wild, and they're not going to just be, you know, in like I'm not I'm not planning to hide any in in Texas. I already spilled that bean on on deep dive. Yeah,
2: you did on the other show. Yeah, between mm-hmm. you and you and Tom, you've got like ten down there in Texas. We do, but we're not.
3: I mean, I right. <laughs> mine are going to be spread out. So that's the good thing is we've got people who listen and watch from all over. We've actually have a plan in place. Well, there's a plan in the works. that will be for internationals to be a part of it. So Tom is working out the details of uh, a key by proxy. So Tom will, will hide a key virtually for an international winner, and then he'll turn the key for you. And if you win, he'll ship you all your stuff. So, oh,
2: nice talk. Oh, that'll around. be exciting. So I mean, I was going to spill the beans tonight to say that North America is in play. Right. North
3: America is in play. Ooh, I like that. Right. I know that.
2: That's yeah. very cool.
1: And I just realized for our audio listeners, when you go to Facebook, you want to search for the Cash Fest Memphis Vault. So Cash Fest is one word the yeah. cash fest memphis vault facebook group and you should find it really easily or just reach out to us if you can't find it yeah
3: very good thank you for that for the yeah the audio we always have to remember our audio we have lots of good <laughs> audio listeners so yeah all right i'm gonna Perfect. turn it over you guys don't forget go buy your coins and i'll ship them to you pronto and y'all have a good show and we'll talk to you later
1: thanks gary uh, bye. bye thanks gary yeah all right. Oh man, Tim, this is so exciting. I feel the pressure of like hiding really good key, you know, making really good key hides and making really good puzzles. But I- I'm having fun. I think it's awesome that Judy found the first key so quickly. Judy told me she had a strategy, and she was the first one to find the key, the first key hidden. So I think her strategy worked. Maybe you guys can uh, stalk her a little bit, see if you want to follow her strategy, follow her
2: around, and uh, yeah, follow Peter, Judy the, around. Peter the prize. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so these keys are exciting.
2: Cool. So we do have other news tonight. We do. Um, Mm -hmm. Aside that was the big news. Um, Today marks the last of the current signal maze.
1: Right. Tomorrow
2: starts the last of the signal mazes.
1: Right. So So get out there quick tonight if you didn't earn your 500 points. (laughs) And good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Make it happen. Yeah. Uh,
2: I got mine early. Um, yes, I do I've, too. I've, I've got both of mine. I've been able to enter the maze and then exit the maze all within the first week or so of each contest. So.
1: Right. And I I've been like... sitting on like some adventure labs waiting for tomorrow to roll around to apply them <laughs> to the, the last <laughs> labyrinth. So the last labyrinth they announced is called the dragon's lair. And then on top of that, if you have, um, Ex, uh, successfully exited all labyrinth mazes, you'll get a meta souvenir. So I like that they've been doing that the past few um, promotions. And so hopefully a lot of us will get that meta souvenir too.
2: I hope so. I got my fingers crossed. So yeah, that'll run February the 6th until uh, runs all of February, all of March. So April. Something like April.
1: Something. S- yeah. The yeah. V- f- very first few days of April. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that one's coming up.
1: Yeah. And then Tim, have you seen the game on geocaching.com?
2: The game. Oh it's yeah, going- I have. Where yeah. you can win a, uh, you can t-shirt. win a t-shirt.
1: Yeah. So if you go to geocaching.com, um, it takes you kind of to the uh, a typical page, but there's a blue banner at the top. And it it has the details for the game. You click on the link and it's a pretty fun game uh, to click around a map of the world uh, where they highlight some unique geocaches. And some of those unique geocaches have um, a clue to where the hidden geocache is. So everything, all of this is virtual. You're not finding real caches. You're exploring real caches. And then um, when you find the country where the hidden fake cache is hidden, you can enter for a t-shirt. So that's just really fun. And I noticed that they change it every week. And so yeah. every week you have a chance to enter to win. So I don't know how long that'll go, but it's a fun little side game.
2: Yeah, a little experiment kind of thing. And I like the virtual. The first one, I think I clicked on 20 or so before I finally figured out what was going on. And, uh, <laughs> uh, some of those caches look really cool. It was a way yeah. to you know, explore some, maybe some new places and things like that. Yep. So I like that. So usually what we talk about when we start this show is, how was your month?
1: Yeah, (laughs) so my month was pretty good. I got to find four challenge caches, and those were pretty simple based on the number of finds, a number of virtuals needing to be found, number of souvenirs to earn, number of states to cash in. And then I uh, got started on my next challenge cache hide, which kind of got me thinking for Tonight's topic, so it it led oh. into where we'll where we'll talk tonight. How about you, Tim? How was oh, your cool. month?
2: January is a little slower for me. I I have to admit, January and February are probably my least uh, cashing fine months. But I did uh, complete a ten day family trip to Hawaii, so nice. that was exciting. I added another state. I added, uh, five more earth caches to my earth cache list. I'm working on a challenge to get to 500 of them. Ooh, so,
1: awesome.
2: uh, I now have 405 earth caches. So, wow, that's um, awesome! so we were able to do that. And my, uh, my son and daughter-in-law and my daughter, all five of us went to Hawaii for 10 days. We did a little bit of scuba diving. Um, a lot of people know that I, that that's one of my great passions is, um, Diving and geocaching, and there was an earth cache at Molokini Crater, which I'm waiting to get my picture from my daughter so I can submit that one. But I've got all the data that I need for it, and I learned that come July, I'm going to be a grandparent for the first
1: time. Congratulations! (laughs) That's
2: huge. Lots of fun stuff, but uh, not a lot in the caching. I got a couple hundred caches, but a couple of little challenges that are, you know, kind of where we go.
1: Well, good. Very good. And congratulations. And that's worth a few less geocaches for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, you have our update on Project GC statistics.
2: I do. I didn't, I didn't make it very long this time. So this month we went from 36,018 Challenge caches worldwide to 36,179. So we only went up, you know, 160 um, challenge caches this month. But again, you know, Northern Hemisphere, it's winter wintertime. Um, not a lot, not a lot going on. There were no changes in the leaderboard. So the U.S. still leads the way. And all the states that were in the list from last month are still the same. So right. I will bring that up, you know, next month. again, we'll go from there. See how we do. Get those challenges out there. That's right. I'll try
1: to get mine out before next month (laughs) and we'll talk about that. All right. But yeah, now we want to go back to Memphis just a little bit. Um, we know that a lot of you in our live chat and that even our audio listeners were a part of challenge Academy at cash fest last year. We have just a few at word we're hard at work behind the scenes getting Challenge Academy set up for, again, for this year. And so we want to hear from you guys um, any any thoughts you have to add to it. So Tim, what were your thoughts on Challenge Academy so far? You had the advantage. You were a participant yeah. last year and now a behind the scenes person this year.
2: Right. So I, I think that gives me a, a dual perspective right now, but I can say that the uh, the geo trails that we did last year Mm-hmm. Um, if you do go to the website for Cash Fest, at least it was brought to my attention earlier today that you'll still find the 2022 challenge. Mm-hmm. This challenge doesn't work. <laughs> Don't do that challenge. <laughs> Don't do that challenge. But anyway, from doing the challenge, I really liked the various trails that were there. They provided a lot of differentiation in what I went for, what I was looking for. And the fact that I had two and a half months to prepare for the challenge academy um, was something I really took to heart and, and I really did well with. So, you know, one of the things that we talked about in the post-cash fest stuff and the pre-cash fest stuff is what went real well? What did what did our audience, what did our participants really like? And, and I think this this pre-challenge um, is something that a lot of people really, really liked. So I'd like to see us do that again. For sure. But we don't want to do the same old things.
1: Yeah. So if you guys have any specific thoughts, throw them in the chat. If you're listening later, um, email us at challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com. And we're, you know, as we're crafting what we're doing... We're gonna take everything into consideration to make this year even better than last year.
2: Yeah, were they too easy? Were they too hard? Should they be harder? Should they <laughs> be easier? <laughs> That's yeah, what we're We're, we're gonna
1: be a little uh, tough on making anything too easier, too much easier. But uh, yeah, we do want to hear what you guys thought.
2: Yeah, and uh, Pizza Ninja put in the in the chat room about um, seeing so many people on the social media do do the game. Um, I think it's virtually assured that we're going to do some kind of picture social media post again.
1: Right. Right.
2: So, we hope to. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll we'll see something like that, and we'll uh, we'll we'll change it up a little bit. Yeah. Acorn Mama, the pre. Yep. There we go. Not all the trails were interesting to her. Well, that's okay. You know, a good mix, mix of hard and easy. Be kind to the new cashers. Mm, that's a good okay. point.
1: Okay. Yeah. And, you know, we, we want to be kind. Also, I, we feel like some of the week of challenges that we put out to folks are a way to be kind to the new folks. We recognize whether you're a new casher or new to challenges, because that's what we were hoping um. At Cash Fest, to introduce people to challenges, make them less scary or whatever, less intimidating. If that was something someone had never tried before, so um, you know, the pre-event, the two months that you guys have to do it, it's not going to be something someone could make up just in that week of. But that's why we have the other challenge trails. So I hear ya, and that's kind of our thoughts behind behind that. Tim, you're frantically making some notes I can hear, right? I am. Yes,
2: yes. Sorry. Well, because Houston, Texas, they've had a wheels good suggestion are turning. there. He said, make a yeah. kid cashier's trail. And I like that. And maybe we have a trail that is, if you have less than 1,000 fines, you can take this trail. Yeah, if maybe we trail. If you have we'll more than 10,000 fails, yeah. you can take this trail. <laughs> mm, that could be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the things that are rattling around in our crazy brains. Mm-hmm and and we really do want to hear from from all of you out there because you know while Emily and I have a great time talking to each other once a month you know <laughs> and it is about the challenges we want to know what do you want
1: right what right.
2: what makes you go
1: and if you guys have any questions about you know attending cash fest in general oh, tim in my opinion Oh, we put on a, an amazing mega for our first mega i know that the cash fest mega team brought in some mega veterans as, to help us out to help geocache top network out and in the end we put on such a fabulous event for our first mega and so this year is only going to be that much better and in a very fun city um, so ask us any questions you've got, whether it's just about the challenge Academy or the event in general, cause we want you guys to know, um, how much of a good time it could be if you, if you come and join us.
2: Yeah. And, and I would share with your opinion, I've been to a couple of Geo Woodstocks and, uh, you know, I, I went to the, to the party last year and, uh, and I've gone to Midwest Geo Bash for a number of years and, and i was really curious as to what cash fest was going to be about after the virtual you know worldwide cash fest mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you know how is it going to go and and no event comes off perfectly okay. um, i don't care how good you are and and there were things that yes we want to do better for this cash fest um, but overall i thought it went very very well for the first time and mm-hmm. so i'm really excited uh, number one for a second cash fest and, and number two because I get to be behind the microphone this time.
1: Right. And I'm sure all of you are faithful listeners, but you know just to make sure you know, uh, it's not just challenges, it's um, gadget Academy, puzzle Academy, and just plain old fun geocaching activities.
2: Yeah, the grounds at, uh, at Shelby Farms were awesome so there was many warm to get there out that too. day but you a little know,
1: warm. that's another thing our mega has air conditioning on the day of mega event you know not many megas have that
2: <laughs> yeah and right. uh, i like neil moore's comment in the chat room the cash fest was awesome it was different than other megas but uh you know and one of his favorites each Thanks, mega neil. has its own kind of identity Mm-hmm. and and I like the cash fest it, uh, identity that it's it's just about caching and, and having fun and bringing together the the, the geo, uh, geo ca- yeah, geocache <laughs> talk network stuff. Yeah, so the GTN stuff. So it is going to yeah. be great. It is going to be fantastic. And yes, one of the teaser events is the vault to keep some interest going in the precinct, get your pre-sale coins and get ready for a great challenge Academy. So mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to fix that up, make that better.
1: All right. So pop your uh, ideas over to us any, which way you want to, and we look forward to hearing those. Okay. All right. And like I said, I started preparing my next challenge cash hide, and it brought me <laughs> to thinking about some of the guidelines And then that took me down the path of some tasks I needed to do. And I thought, well, let's let's just bring it to the show. So, um, yeah, I'm going to start here with a Web page and everything we show you is going to be linked in our show notes. So you can reference this after the show. And looks like I have a blank. There we go. <laughs> it was a blank <laughs> screen. So this is um, learning about cache types page on the geocaching website. And we're gonna go down to section 2.12, which is challenge caches. And I'm gonna scroll a little bit um, to point number four, which is really where my thoughts got started. So, challenge cache criteria must come from information broadly available on geocaching.com, such as the statistic page, cache placement dates, types, attributes, souvenirs, et cetera. So, we know that. Um, and we also know that it must be verifiable through information on geocaching.com. And, you know, that's where Project GC comes in and making our challenge checkers. What most of us are very familiar with that. And this next point says challenge cash owners must demonstrate that there are plenty of qualifying caches to meet the challenge at the time of publication. Um, We also get into.
2: So that one, Emily, that's one of the big changes from when challenges were um, uh, paused if you will during mm-hmm. during the moratorium when because you could back in the day put a challenge out that you did not qualify for right right and and they changed that in the current guidelines so now you have to qualify for the challenge and you have to verify or prove that others have qualified yes. for that challenge as well
1: and that's down in point number 5 a challenge cash needs to appeal to that's interesting. Appeal to mm-hmm. and be attainable by a reasonable number of cashers. You may your reviewer may ask for a list of cashiers from your area who qualify. So that really got me going down several research paths. So I'll tell you guys what my next idea is. I um, really like attribute challenges and I really like it when attributes are combined into unique subjects, uh, or y- yeah, unique groups to make a specific subject. So I came up with the idea of an Oregon coast camping challenge based Ooh. on attributes. And so camping attributes might be campfires, um, nearby, a camping nearby truck and RV accessible. um, available at night i don't think i'm going to use that one but you know it's an example of what mm-hmm, you could use mm-hmm. um quads that's a huge part of the um dune recreation in our area and uh, using uh. quads in the dunes um horses we have a number of horse campsites because people ride their horses in the dunes as well so just uh different aspects i think i even included um public restrooms nearby you know a lot of our campgrounds have that you know that wagon wheel uh shape with the restroom in the middle you know so just thinking of what all attributes might apply to this so then i got to thinking what is my difficulty going to be am i going to require someone to have a loop of just one of each of these attributes or am i going to try to make it harder and make it a loop of five of these attributes so then i start looking and i use this tool So we're going over here to geocaching.com and then search. And so you can use, before you search for anything, you can go to the filters and scroll down. And I thought I would include flashlight required. So you select, um, and I only selected one attribute at a time because I wanted to see how many caches in my area require a flashlight based on attributes. And so I changed it to about, um, I made it Oregon or home location that works for me, you know, cause I'm in Oregon. I made it 50 miles. my number lock's not on. There we go. And then I even included, you know, caches that I found because I'm not looking for caches to find. I'm looking for caches that would apply and that all people would have the opportunity to find. So I hit apply. And my search results, the last I looked, it was three. So within three miles of where I live and where I want to place this cache. There are only three. Now you can see I found one. You can see I didn't find one. And then this other one, I, I haven't even searched for it. I don't know where it is exactly. And then even this fish crossing one, it is depending on the tides and whether you're going to go waiting or use a boat, how difficult you want to make this on yourself it can be kind of a difficult cache to get to. You can see the terrain is five. The terrain's
2: a five, yeah. The, yeah, you got thinking, a terrain on that one.
1: <laughs> So immediately my thought is, I can't include flashlight required on my camping challenge. It sounds like a really good part of a camping challenge. You know, I'm going to walk around my campsite, use my flashlight to go to the public restroom. But I'm thinking immediately, my reviewer might not even allow this. So, you know, these are things to think about, Other attributes when I change it. Um, You know, you change it to just for my area, take off the flashlights, put on the quads, and you get so many more. So, you know, that was one thing, one piece of research that you might have to do is figuring out what you're asking people to find and how possible is it. And you can see there's 67 results within 50 miles where quad attribute applies.
2: And that's that's a good number of caches that you Lenty, know. Because you know, I'm the asking next them for this one. Is how many are required? Yes.
1: Because when I saw that some of these, and I'm not going to go through all my attributes, but you know, some of the attributes, there are more than three but not many more. So I immediately knew that asking people to have a five loop of this whole big list of attributes was not doable. So yeah, so I'm, I'm bumping it down to one of each attribute within 50 miles of the cache is av- at least available. And that's going to be the requirement for the finders. Um, okay. so yeah, you know, it's just, as you're building something in your mind, flushing thing, flushing ideas out, these are things to consider. I like Uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing to consider. So, um, over here on Project GC, there's your typical homepage. You can uh, get your ideas, you know, from going to your profile. But also, I needed to know how many of my peers qualify for this cache, just like those um, uh, guidelines say. And, Tim, have you, you haven't hidden a challenge cache, right?
2: I have not. And I hate okay, to admit so, that, but I have that not is okay. That is okay.
1: I <laughs> hadn't either. You know, we all walked through my first challenge on this show and our show history, you know, maybe someday it'll be your turn, but yeah. So I have heard from others and then um, in talks with some of my uh, reviewers, a lot of times they want to know about 10 people who have um, achieved the, who can meet the challenge right away. And so um, you can eat, do several things. You could scour people's profiles <laughs> if you want to. Um, or you can scour through challenge checkers and search for a checker that might be applicable to what you're looking for. Um, so you can see I had done a search for 50 states. Um, because one of the thoughts was one of my recent challenges that I hid was called Friends of Friends Challenge. Um, it was an inspiration from a. a a challenge in the Jackson County, Georgia, um, challenge series. And so it was finding a cache in the state of Oregon and the states that border Oregon and the states that border those states. And so I needed to find people who found caches in those, I forget if it was seven or nine states. And so I looked for something bigger. I looked for a checker that would cover all 50 states. And that way, when I ran my friends' names, um, through this checker, I could see quickly how many cash it or which states they qualified for. Um, and then and then that would tell me, are there when I think of the people in my area, are there ten that meet it? So you can see there i I for this random checker that I found. and also, let me go back to this other page. You can see some of these checkers have the um, name crossed out. That specific cache is archived. I believe that's exa- uh, that's what it means. But the checker is still there. You can you can see this use checker. So you can still use the checker even if it's crossed out. It just means that the cache is not available. So going over and running this um, uh, checker on myself, you can see a little map there that shows the states I cached in. And so, for example, with that friends of friends challenge over here on the west part of the country, I could quickly see if my friends my geocaching community has um, completed this. So, you know, it's all about finding a tool that might work for what you're looking for and then using it to your advantage. Maybe um, finding a checker that has more information that you need because you haven't built the checker specifically for your cache yet. You're still figuring out if this cache is going to work to tell the, the volunteer checker builders That sounds wrong. Tim, they are not called volunteer checker builders.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But they are volunteers and they are checker builders. (laughs) So it's probably as close as we're going to get until we get one back on the show.
1: Script script writers. There we go. Script. So uh, before you're asking a script writer to write something, you can still check things out. And then that brings me to, this is follow up from last show. Um, Let me get over to my notes here. Uh, Batman74 shared this. So um, this checker is an any attribute checker. And it also checks it for a fizzy grid. So So there you go. You can see this um, first one is parking nearby attribute. And you can see my attribute fizzy grid about it. Um, You can see that I have... What is it? 75 combos of the parking nearby attribute. Right. But, you know, when I'm trying to decide if my friends have met the challenge of finding a quad attribute, you know, I can do a simple um, search on the cash page for where quad shows up. And I can see here there's um, two fizzy grids for the not quads, the negative attribute yep, and the, the positive attribute. attribute. So I can see when I look up a friend's profile, Quickly by this master attribute checker, yeah, they they have found a um, checker with quads. So this so gotta, attribute you gotta checker, you got to find some more
2: caches with quads. You got to find uh, more quad caches. I know. Look at That's that. That's what I They're... see there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I guess I need to buy a quad. Makes sense most based on where yeah. I live. And then this checker was nice because clear down at the bottom. Wow, clear, you can see a list of um, attributes. Uh, when I looked somebody else up, they had three different attributes in this list where they had none. So for example, in my, you know, when I'm checking, if I came down to the bottom, instead of searching, does this person specifically have they found quads? Have they found parking nearby? Have they found restrooms nearby? I can see what they didn't find. So that's just an example in my situation of how we can use our these are tools to stalk people.
2: <laughs> right. Well, and, and, the, and the chat right now is really very lively with going over a couple of different points in what you're talking about. Great, the great. Point number one is, can you get your challenge approved? And in order to get your, your challenge approved, like you read in the guidelines, it's got to be appealing. It, meaning yeah. that that there are a number of people who would qualify for the challenge if it were published in this way. And I know I have talked with uh, the reviewer here in Michigan, he's a real good friend, and um, he does use that 10 kind of a rule of thumb. If there are 10 people that would qualify for this cash in your area, And now in your area is a is a qualifier term. Some areas are bigger than others. Like it could be just in the province of Ontario, Mm -hmm. which is a lot bigger than 50 miles. Right. But you did the 50 mile search just to see what caches are available. Other
1: caches, like if someone was starting from scratch in my town, how far would they have to go? Could they reasonably, in their own area, find one with flashlight required?
2: Right. So before you even worry about sending it to a reviewer or putting that on the cache page, you know if there's only three caches in your area that have that, the likelihood that you're going to find ten people that would have have found ten caches with yeah. a flashlight. And that's a, that's a good low. point
1: because I did find ten people with that, but when I went the the other step to check availability of finding caches that would allow people to qualify who don't already qualify that's where i ran into the flashlight problem so yeah my local friends who have done prolific caching in other areas still qualify for this but going back to that um guideline you know when in doubt talk to your reviewer <laughs> you know oh absolutely going back, bottom line that's Yeah, going back to challenge cash owners must demonstrate that there's plenty of qualifying caches to meet the challenge at the time of publication. You know, your reviewer might be great with the whole state of Oregon. I don't know that. I didn't get around to that step before this show tonight. You know, (laughs) these were just thoughts that I was having that made me think, wow, you know, which way am I? Well, and you want to think
2: of that because you know, Oregon's a pretty big state, Michigan is a pretty big state. Um, So if I'm looking to place a challenge cash, you know, I need to consider what the local people are, but I also need to consider those that are going to come visit. Why are people going to come visit um, a particular area in Michigan and and how would they qualify and would Mm -hmm. they qualify? Mm -hmm. And I can
1: tell you, I've probably found maybe three caches total on a quad like physically took a quad to a cache, but there's plenty of caches where the attribute applies, but I just took a nice walk in the dunes, you know? <laughs> right. And, and so we're not saying, you know, for for these caches that the attribute is the you must have this life experience. It's just you must find this cache with this this
2: attribute. Well, now we're talking about scuba caching on the E.T. Highway. So we could go
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> that has a whole purpose and a whole other show. And you can maybe dip into it. If yeah. You oh, want to
2: we, we did that. that. <laughs> That's another show. Right. Yay. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. OK. <laughs>
1: yeah. So anyways, you know, these are just thoughts, you know, as you guys are thinking through what your hides are going to be. Um, and, you know, I. Uh, my 10 people I've talked to my reviewers my 10 people don't have to be right from the um Oregon Coast Highway 101 you know we are constantly visiting over on the I5 corridor folks on the I5 are coming over here and so you know my local pool of cashers isn't that small um maybe i could talk to my reviewer you know 50 miles from over on the I5 what if flashlights required look like and so There's just so much to talk through. And again, we've heard from so many reviewers, ask your questions. They're here to publish caches and they want to publish caches and they don't want to turn people down. They do if the rules make them turn people down, but they want to help get caches out there.
2: Right. I have I've sent many an idea to my reviewer and and many are like thumbs up, go ahead, keep going. I look forward to seeing it and some are like well, maybe you want to rethink that and <laughs>
1: you
3: know, he'll,
2: not it's a bad idea, but you know, let's let's give it let's give it something else. So,
1: right, right. And then just touching a bit on another show that um we had a while back, several months ago. My intention is to hide the final near a campground, of course, you know, Yay! having that scene carry out. I'm even where, you know, I have my ideal campground that uh, that has a horse camping area, you know, to, to even tie into that horse attribute. So, you know, just as you're hiding your caches, so many angles to think about.
2: And yeah, make a, little, so make a little make a little tent and put a put a bison tube right in the doorway. Ah, yes. I love that.
1: I love <laughs> that. Themed container, themed location, themed challenge. Very good. It
2: makes it so much better. I've done so many challenges where it's it's a pill bottle under an LPC. Yeah. yeah and the challenge is is fun. It's fun to complete the challenge, but then when you go sign the log, it's kind of a letdown. That it's like,
1: you went to all of
2: this trouble (laughs) to do all of this cool stuff, and then you dropped it off the end of the table. Yeah. So make your cash worthy of the challenge so that you, you know, it is themed. It is worthy of the, of the chase.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool. Well, what do you say we get to some other fun stuff? Let's
1: have some fun. Ooh. <laughs> All right. And so, again, we just like to remind everyone, um, if you have anything else to add to this conversation or any conversation you'd like to bring up with, uh, to us, email us at challenge podcast at gmail.com.
2: So is it time? I'm not going to do as well as Jeff does, but no. the Wheel of Challenges!
1: Yes, it is. It is time for the Wheel of Challenges. Good job, Tim. Thank (laughs) you. I love your enthusiasm. All right. So it is time for the Wheel of Challenges. One live viewer will be selected to face off against the wheel to have a chance to win the grand prize, which is a one-year membership on Project GC. So we do ask that you limit yourself to three wins. um, But if you haven't won three times so far, please participate with us tonight. So to enter, let me pull this up. There you go to enter, send an email with the subject containing spin me followed by your geocaching username in brackets and answer the following question. What is signals last labyrinth called? And the first verified user gets to go up against the wheel and your profile will be checked live right here on Project GC. And if you qualify, you win. So everyone start emailing me. I'm going to open up our Gmail and see Who's going to be the first to give us a correct answer?
2: All right, let's see. I rem- i don't remember what. Let's see. This month they're in the hedge, right? And it's—it's it's a goat. You, was you that this month, goat, or was that
1: the last did... one?
2: Yeah, that's what I was. Well, that one's still active today, but that's not the—that's not okay. one the one we're asking for in the question. No, no, no.
1: All right, all right. Let me double check. I think we've got our first submission. Okay. So we have our first submission from Jim Stark, star Casher. All right. And Jim, even Jim, I've been saying your name wrong this whole time. So we're gonna say Jim's name, right? Star Casher. And let's bring up the wheel of challenges.
2: Let's I'm kind of hoping you're guys. doing this because I'm not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I just need to get us over to the wheel. Oh, my goodness. Okay, guys, did I? Oh, yeah, here's our wheel. <laughs> I'm thinking, boy, did I uh, forget the wheel again. Come right, on, wheel. So, Jim, Emily's Internet. We're all sitting
0: here.
1: Yeah, Emily's waiting for it. <laughs> Wait for it. There it is. There we go. And then I I stopped it. It popped up and I stopped it. Okay. Oh, no. It's coming. It's coming. There it is. All right. Here we go. Okay. We're going to hit the spin button. Got a tiny bit of uh, audio I love live podcasts. Yeah, right? Okay. So we have a four-star difficulty challenge. GC- 2A00B, the NASCAR Challenge Cache, and let's see what that cache is about. So we're gonna load that cache. Okay, the NASCAR Challenge Cache. Difficulty four, terrain one and a half where it's hidden. And this says, To log this cache, you need to have found a geocache, geo events included, with each of the championship car numbers and the cache ID code. So your list needs to contain the car number, the cache ID, the cache name and the data find. So that's in your log. So you can see here different drivers and their numbers. Oh, is it just one cache? Is that how you're reading that, Tim? To log this cache, found a geocache with, oh, no, each. Okay, that's no, where you're difficult. No, you have difficult. to have
2: each of the numbers. This one's each in Ohio, of the right?
1: numbers. Okay, let's see. Is it in Ohio? Yes, this one's in Ohio.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Yeah,
2: right. I've done this one.
1: Okay. So we're going to go to the checker for this one. One second as we pull that up. It's taken a little while again. Sorry about that guys. We will get there. Okay. Somehow we have to enhance my internet We're for gonna our have show. To do
2: that, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. So, let's put Jim in.
2: Now make sure that it's star cash er and not plural.
1: And it has to be the correct upper and lower case. Correct. All right, here we go. All right, Star Cacher qualifies, um, and so that means he has found. It says thirty of thirty words required to qualify. So congrats, and we'll be in touch to get you your one-year membership to Project EC. Well done. Your hard work has paid off for participating in Challenge Duck.
2: I kind of thought he might qualify for this, being in Ohio, and that's one near Midwest Geobash, and it's a very popular challenge for everybody going down there to to try to hit that one. It's a very fun cache, too. They put it out on their front, uh, the front porch. I'm not crazy about front porch caches, but it's a <laughs> great big... Um, box that you would sit on and you open up the lid and inside are boxes and boxes of goodies. There's your traditional swag and trackables and, and path tags inside. So it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely a a worthwhile challenge and lots of cars. There's a lot of car things in it.
1: Very fun. Well, good, good. So thanks for participating guys. And, uh, everyone, please, uh, continue to join us and participate in the wheel. And now we'll go to our monthly challengers. Every month we give a congratulatory shout out to listeners who email us proof of qualifying and logging a challenge cache since our last show. And anyone who sends an email to challenge talk podcast at gmail.com with the GC code having a found it log. And if you want to include a photo, um, will be entered into a prize giveaway for our challenge talk path tag. So here are a few of the interesting challenges we heard about from our listeners. So let me move over. This is our first one. Okay, so Tim, this is pretty special. Uh, Let's see here. It's loading. (laughs) (laughs) It's loading.
2: For those at home, I learned that Emily has Wi-Fi internet. And does not have a direct connection to her router.
1: I have to buy adapters (laughs) and adapters that won't kill my computer even more. Yeah, we have things to work on. (laughs) All right. So this is submitted by Bloody Cool. And this is GC5KA1V, Three Mile High Club. This is part of the Retired Monkey Challenge Series. And this is number 66. To claim this challenge, you must find a cache with an elevation of at least 15,840 feet or 4,828 meters. And so this is pretty awesome. Let me get to the right spot. And there's bloody cool at Mount Kilimanjaro Summit in Tanzania. How awesome is that?
2: That so, is an amazing picture, and yeah. I, I did have the the great pleasure of meeting Nels in uh, in the Pacific Northwest this year. Great cashier, good guy, and this is an awesome achievement. This is this is great.
1: Yeah, yeah. So congratulations. Um, that was a really fun notice to get from him in, in the email. Happy to share that.
2: So, and our our next one that we have is from. Team Tailwagger, and do you have that one on you? You do. Yep. Look at that. All <laughs> right, this is the historic caches of Huntington County in Indiana, and here you have to find and log uh, five of the seven oldest existing caches in Huntington County. And you get to pick. Yeah, you get to pick which five you're going to do, but you have to do five out of seven. And there's a lot of county challenges like this in the Midwest, and they are so fun to go visit the historic challenges in the area, and the the historic caches. Sometimes you have the original log, sometimes the original container, sometimes not, but uh, yeah, that's a fun one.
1: Yeah, good, good. Next up, we have... Uh, from Star Casher, This is the Ohio County Century Challenge Defiance County. And this is GC8FVYN. Um, and I don't think I brought up the right... There we go. There's the right cache page. And this is um, requiring you to find 100 caches of any type in Defiance County, Ohio um, from any time. And as long as it is, I believe, a physical cash, um, I think that's what. What Star Cacher said. And he said, there are some of the 88 Ohio counties where there's no challenge cache yet, as the county does not have the required minimum number of active geocaches. So, this again goes back to our topic tonight. Mm -hmm. There has to be about 125 caches in the county that the reviewer requires before publication of a challenge cache for that county. And so, he said, this is his ninth Ohio County Challenge Century Challenge found. And he also has found three of the Michigan County um, Century versions. One thing that I thought was neat was his log. Um, so we'll have a link to his log here. But I was telling Tim, this kind of log is full of what Star Casher is working on, um, the, why he came to this cache why he came to this cache on this day because he's on a birthday cache run to find caches on the anniversary of the day they were hidden as well as all these other things he's working on. And he even mentioned, thank you, star Casher, that this is um, an entry into this month's random drawing for a prize on challenge talk podcast. And so Tim, I remember (laughs) days when, um, when I was new and I'm reading through other people's logs and I'm like, wow, that's a thing? Oh, and that's a thing, you know? And so it's just a reminder on how our logs can be inspiring for the next cashier who might not he- have even thought of something um, until you planted that tiny little seed, you know, in their mind that that is something that they could could go out and do.
2: Well, and it's also cool for the cash owner. Um, I, as a cash, I do have caches out there that I've placed. And I can't tell you that, you know, I read all the logs, even the TFTC logs, but um the caches that I have in my workshop right now, I've been working on for probably three months and I've got mm-hmm. four or five on the table, ready to go. You work that hard, you paint them up. When you get a TFTC, it's kind of like, that's what you thought of my cache. I worked yep. really hard on this. Tell me a story. Tell me you liked it. Tell me why you were like it. So, you know, Jim's done a great job there. And I love yeah. that.
1: So thanks for talking about us, uh, Jim. And also think about how you can inspire others with your log. All right. So this next cache, uh, Tim, I think you were going to talk about this one.
2: Um. Oh, I was, yes. So this <laughs> is the, the challenge, the three degrees of caching. So you'll find, you need to find three different degrees in one. Ca-
1: hey guys, I just, sorry, Tim, I just totally took you out of the uh, podcast. So welcome back.
2: Oh, well, thank you. It's so nice to be back. I was looking at my notes, not the
0: screen.
1: Yeah, you guys, I am like clicking the wrong button everywhere. (laughs) There we go. That is the button I wanted. I didn't want to remove Tim. Tim, back to the three degrees of caching
2: challenge. So in one calendar day, you have to find three different degrees, east to west, north to south, not consecutive. And it has to be a physical container. So this one's kind of interesting.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I might have to look this one over a little bit more and see all of the details to it and see how to, how to make that happen.
1: I I think on one hand, it sounds kind of easy. What's it rated? Uh, Difficulty three. I, you know, it takes travel, you know, so the commitment to um, traveling in one day, but depending on where you're traveling and the availability of caches it could be kind of easy, you know? So when you think of the degrees in a circle, um, you know, I, I like it. It's fun. It's definitely, you know, an older type of challenge that wouldn't be required today It was hidden in 2013, but but yeah, I like that one.
2: Mm -hmm. And you've got one from Gary, right? Before we run out of time
1: here. Yes. Right. We are running out of time, but we wanted to talk about this one. So Gary of the GBs finds, so many caches. So that's always pretty awesome. Um, He's always sending us in a nice long list. But this is something that Gary recently hid. And this is the bronze two icons for 31 day challenge. And Gary um, thought that this would be of interest because it seems to be the first cache of its type according to challenge checkers out there. And so your challenge is to find two different cache types for all 31 days of all months and all years since you started caching, lab and benchmarks excluded. All
2: right, got to be back to that. I guess physical cache is not right, but um, benchmarks are now removed, and of course labs are. How do you qualify those? So right, right. But it's just any any two different types for each day, and they don't. I, I found one on February 1st in 2006 and another one in 2011. And that's two different cash types on the same day that qualified for the first. So it's an interesting challenge and I like mm-hmm. it. And um, Gary says he plans to add more to it in getting a silver one. I don't know if I'll get to the gold. His gold idea is to get the nine.
1: Nine.
2: I, have, I don't know that I've done nine of cash types on on 30, 30 days or so. So that's, that's awesome. And Gary, that's a great challenge. And we really want to hear about the challenges that you all want to go for. So make sure you send in your email before next month and let us know what you've been, um, what you've been doing for challenges.
1: Yeah. And and even what you're hiding, you know, we want to hear about that too. Mm -hmm.
2: And, and from, from all of the caches we get, we give away a prize. Do we not?
1: We do. And so Tim, for the second month in a row, we have a double winner. What? Star, Star Casher was randomly selected from all of our entries, even entries we couldn't get to tonight. We put you into the drawing. Um, and Star Casher, you have won both contests tonight. So congratulations. <laughs> we'll be in touch with you for you uh, to get you your path tag and as well as your Project GC one-year membership. Way to go, Jim. Promise
2: this isn't rigged. Next month, two winners This is
1: not rigged. I don't know how this has happened two months in a row. It never happened before last month, and now it's happened two months in a row.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So feedback, feedback, feedback. We really want your feedback about the show. We want to know what you like. We want to know what you'd like to see differently um what you'd like to see more of do we want to get more guests do we want just emily and i shooting our mouths off no probably not a to do that what can we do to make it better for you
1: that's right that's right you guys make us you're the reason we're here you make this happen and also more reminders next show is the first sunday of march march Fifth, having a guest on who is a prolific planner of geocaching challenge events. Ooh. And that is Sox and Amanda of Sox and Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> and then also remember, as I mentioned, um, show notes will be posted shortly after the show airs in the video description on YouTube. And um, every link that we've talked about, every page we've shown, we'll have the link to that. We'll, we'll have those links in the show notes.
2: All right. And for February, remember. It's not about the numbers. It's about the challenge.
1: Challenge accepted. Thanks, guys, and good night.
2: Thank you. Good night.
0: Oops, I got to go back to the other-